We're moving on and we're looking at Inkulu Free Hate. It is a youth-led social movement that unites politics and civil society. We are engaging this non-partisan organization that strives to improve social cohesion by not only providing the space for youth to voice their opinions, but by also partnering with fellow non partisan youth-driven organizations across the country, and we're talking about looking at politics and civil society and uniting them in the same space. Cesare Mbofu-Waltz, co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate, joins us from our Cape Town studio. Good evening to you, Cesare, and thank you so much for joining us, sir. Welcome onto the talk shop. Good evening, Mas Chaba. Lovely to be with you. Wonderful to have you with us, sir. Tell us about the name, first of all, Inkulu Free Hate. Uh, What is the thinking behind the formulation of this name? You know, I think a lot of young people want something innovative and something a little bit different from the kind of politics that we've, you know, been subject to for the last 20 years, having grown up, you know, in the heat of the 94, um, some would call it miracle. And we felt if, if we had a Tosa name or if we had a Zulu name, we'd alienate, you know, a whole group of people. And if we just had an English name, we'd do the same. So we thought, how can we innovate right from the bat and, and have a name that includes as many people as possible? And we thought Nkululeko is, is a powerful word. Mm. Frey hate is, is a powerful word. And freedom. What if we put them all together and we made Nkulu free hate? And that would kind of be a new generation's voicing of its antithesis to apartheid, Nkulu free hate. Now, this is a youth-led social movement. What are the areas that you focus on? It's all centered around trying to be new and trying to be innovative, but still addressing the age-old problems that affect South Africa. And and we really believe that these are are largely threefold. We think, firstly, it's about deepening democracy, ensuring that, you know, young people participate, not just are passive, but are active in our democracy. Mm -hmm. Um, We also think that it's about the social cohesion project, a project that has often been forgotten, you know, after 1994. and, And we're still a country that has significant social wounds, and I think we all feel that, but it's kind of been swept under the carpet. We want to bring that back out. We want that reconciliation problem uh, to be brought to the forefront again. And then finally, you know, in order to get there, there are several economic challenges that particularly young people face. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we also want to put forward innovative solutions to those economic challenges from young people themselves, not just from six-year-old policymakers, but young people saying, hey, what if we did this, what if we did that? And it's amazing when you harness the ingenuity of young South Africans, you know, what I think we're able to come up with. You talk about the deepening of democracy as being one of uh, the central pillars behind Ingulu Freehead's focus. And one has to say, are young people interested in in, in active citizenry? Um, We read and hear about how they've lost faith in uh, the politics of uh, their fathers, how they've lost faith in what they see playing out in front of them, and truly believe that, um, you know, things cannot be turned around, because it is still very much these adults that are in power and making the decisions. Are young people feeling empowered enough to bring about the change that, that that they talk about and that they say they want to see? You know, what I would say to that is that young people, I think, are tremendously interested in where the country is going, but often the country isn't at the same pace or or speaking to young people in the way that they want to be spoken to. And so often our rhetoric and our political debates are stale, and quite frankly, young people have so much going on in their lives that they're kind of tired of the old rhetoric. But I think when you start speaking to young people in their language, you know, if a young person was to say, here, a hip-hop track, you know, that spoke about democracy, I think they'd listen, I think they'd like it. 
And so I think our politics needs to move away from trying to bring young people into what we think is a kind of dinosauric way of doing things and more bringing young people into the fold and treating them as equals. Um, and I think if we did that, then young people would really start to come on board. But I think the second thing I would say um, is that there's a difference in South Africa, I, I feel, and I think Nkulu Freed feels, between being active and reactive. I mm-hmm. think we're very much a reactive citizenry in South Africa. You know, something happens and we all throw our hands up and some issue comes up and we all we all protest and all march. But very seldom do we take a step back and say, how do I be proactive? And how do I become a proactive citizen as opposed to a reactive citizen? And Gulu Free Hate is about people saying, wait, let's not wait for the politicians to mess up. Why don't we actually try to be active in the first place and do th- something that's po- positive? And that's part of what our voting campaign is all about. And I love, I love the name Nkulu Freehead and how you've explained it in terms of being inclusive and taking into account the diverse nature of South Africans. But can we really say, no, we're looking at young people as one homogenous group and we're not going to look at color? Race is not going to be a major issue with regards to the issues we're addressing around uh, uh, economic challenges, around mm-hmm. democracy, even just social cohesion. Absolutely not. I, I, I'd agree with, with what I think the tone of that question suggests, which is that, you know, focusing on young people doesn't mean we, we don't focus on the fact that young people might be black or young people might be white, young people might be poor or young people might be rich. And Nkulu Freehead certainly doesn't shy away from these issues. You know, we, we believe that race is an important factor in South African society and, and will be for the foreseeable future. And we also believe that the economic challenges which young pe- people face are variable across uh, various groups within mm. young people. Mm-hmm. But we do feel that there's something that unites young people in South Africa. And it's not only that they're young, but it's also that, you know, we were sold the promise of democracy in South Africa. Remember, we grew up and, and the first president we had was was President Mandela. And so we were the first generation who were born into that promise. The born freeze. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we believe as Ngulu Freehead, that because that was such a formative part of growing up as a young South African at that time, mm-hmm. we all share the hope that we can recreate and, and push through that vision. And I think that's one thing that unites us. The other thing that unites us, quite sadly, is that we bear the brunt, uh, the, over, the overarching brunt of our economic problems. You speak about unemployment and you look at youth unemployment and you see that it's tremendously skewed towards young people. You speak about the education crisis that South Africa faces and that's almost an exclusively young person problem. So it's not just that we share that hope, but it's also that we share the problems disproportionately and I think that's what really should, should galvanize young people to acting together. We're talking to co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate, Siswe Mbofu Walsh. It is a youth-led social movement that unites politics and civil society, and their objectives are to unite South Africans behind efforts that deepen democracy, enhance social cohesion, and find solutions to pressing economic challenges of our time. To join our discussion with Siswe Mbofu Walsh, call us on 0891 That's 0891-104-207, or SMS. SMS us on 34701, SMS number is 34701, and SMSs are charged at two rand. On the issue of bringing young people together to face the common challenges that they face, unemployment is uh, one of them. How is Nkulu Free Hate's 
uh, going to be looking at this particular issue, especially when one takes into account that uh, around issues of affirmative action, one hears white youth organizations saying, no, but affirmative action, uh, you know, should end because it disempowers us who had no say or had no power or benefited nothing from apartheid. And you hear young black South Africans saying, I'm still feeling that discrimination. I'm still feeling that apartheid even to this particular day. So how do we build social cohesion in light of these very, very different views and very different experiences? Absolutely. And, you know, I I think one way of trying to approach this, and I think that's perhaps been one political approach in South Africa is to bury our heads in the sand and say, you know what, there's there's no color in South Africa and, you know, let's just build this unified nation uh, and move forward. The other way is perhaps to uh, to try and redress inequality on the basis that it was created. And I think, as in Kulu Freehate, we certainly share the perspective that if we don't address inequality on the basis that it was created, i.e. if we aren't cognizant of race, um, if we aren't cognizant of the fact that people aren't in townships today because they're poor, they're in townships today because they're black, uh, and that people aren't in rural areas in Makaya because they're poor, but they're in rural areas in Makaya because they're black, then if, we, if we're cognizant of that reality, we're able to redress on the basis of that reality. And that doesn't mean that labeling someone as black should be a bad thing. Uh, in fact, one should be proud to be black if one can invert that identity. And I think that's the philosophical basis from which Nkulu Freehead believes every political party should start. In terms of more practical, actual policies, the way that we'd like to address it is firstly to use young people's ideas as opposed to simply hoping on politicians to change. Mm -hmm. And so what we're in the process of doing is creating a network of young policy, economic policy thinkers, young people who've graduated from our top universities, putting together proposals on youth employment. For example, uh, late last year, we put together a perspective on uh, whether, you know, the the incentive Mm -hmm. for, for young graduates coming out of a university in the workplace would be something worth looking at in, in the South African youth unemployment space. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently also co-hosted what was called the National Youth Engagement, where we brought the National Planning Commission to hear about young people's ideas on the questions of youth unemployment raised in the National Development Plan. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the, the, the practical steps that we're taking, but I think our key project right now and and I think you know you don't want to try and focus on a billion things Mm -hmm. uh, at Mm -hmm. the same time what Mm -hmm. we want to do right now is get young people focusing on the election and I think the most important thing young people can do as regards youth unemployment right now is make sure that no matter what political party they support they're making sure that the political party of their choice is putting youth unemployment at the forefront of their election manifestos and this is a key opportunity for young people right now if we can all pressurize all political parties no matter who they are to prioritize youth unemployment, then we can be sure that it's going to be taken seriously at a parliamentary level when the election's over. But how then do you respond to the um, concern that's come up over and over again that as South Africans, and here I'm talking adults, we are looking at not only, we're not really focusing on the manifestos of the political parties. We're looking Mm -hmm. at, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, race relations. We're looking at uh, issues of of, uh, uh, liberation movement and and the sentimental and emotional associations that we make with, with, with those political parties. So how then can we expect young people to actually interrogate exactly what parties stand for and what their positions are on the different socioeconomic issues? 
You know, we, we couldn't agree with you more, and that's, that's exactly why we've created this campaign called Our Vote, Our Voice. What mm-hmm. we realized was that when you actually ask people, look, what do you think about this party's policy? They weren't really sure where they stood, but they knew how they felt about a political mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And sure, that's important sometimes, you know. Um, people, the way they feel about parties and leaders is important, but we wanted to create a platform where young people could go, just quickly browse in, in their own language, not in, you know, difficult, highfalutin language, and just see what the policies of parties are. And we've created that website now, so people can actually go up and see it as we speak. It's called, it's, it's at inkulufreehead.org forward slash ovov forward slash. And you can see for the first time, this is the first time it's been done in South Africa, every party's policies on crime, on youth unemployment, on land reform. And you can actually judge on a policy basis. And we hope that if we can give that to young people, they'll be able to make a more informed choice and take more of a stake in the process going forward. And tell us about uh, the soapboxes. Inkulu Free Hate yeah. regularly hosts the soapboxes. What exactly are they and, and what form do they take? Again, this is an attempt to make politics. And when I say politics, I don't just mean you know people getting up and making speeches in Parliament. Mm-hmm. I just mean the issues that affect all of us. Mm-hmm trying to make it a bit more cool and trying to innovate it because we were so tired of it being done the same way. Mm-hmm. And what we found, especially during elections, is, sure, we have all these debates going on and they are going to be politicians speaking to young people left, right and center. But what we wanted to do was say, hold on, politicians, city councillors, we want young people to speak to you instead of you speaking to them during this election. So what the soapbox does is young people in different communities will literally build a soapbox, like a soapbox made out of stuff from their community Mm -hmm. they'll put it on the ground somewhere in their communities and just get up on the soapbox and start speaking about the issues that matter to them and we invite local councillors to come and hear them and what happens is a crowd starts building around them music starts playing people start dancing people start doing poems but all all the while people are starting to engage with the issues that matter to them and power is starting to listen to young people and that's the soapbox idea and what we've said to people who've joined in Gulufrihet or who want to join in Gulufrihet is if you want to get involved do a soapbox in your community, and, and, and let's try and innovate the political space in that way. We're talking to co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate, a youth-led social movement that unites politics and civil society, Sizwe Mpofu Walsh, and we're talking about the innovative ways that they are getting young people to engage with the politics of the day, with the social challenges of the day, the economic challenges of the day, and of course trying to enhance social cohesion as well. We're taking your calls, 0891-104-207, or just SMS us and join our discussion via SMS on 34701 SMS number is 34701 and SMSs are charged at 2 Rand. I'm going to continue uh, this uh, conversation with Sizwe Mbofu Walsh right after the news with Greg Holmes. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SATU president is suspended and President Zuma signs key courts bill into law. Good evening. In fighting in Kasatu's claim, the first high-profile victim after the president of Teachers Union Satu, Tobilen Tola, was suspended. The union today held a national executive committee meeting in Johannesburg where Kasatu General Secretary Zwanenzima Vavi's sex scandal was discussed. Two weeks ago, Satu distanced itself from having come out in support of Vavi after he apologized to union delegates in East London. It was his first public appearance following revelations of an extramarital affair. Ntola says he was charged with allowing Vavi to speak without the endorsement of national office bearers. He says ANC Chief Whip Stone Cezani shared the stage with Vavi. 
the question of course would be why Vavi, why not stone an issue and as far as I'm concerned nothing I've done I take this as a witch hunt I'm not surprised of course because I've seen this coming given the fights and all other things which people are doing against people whom they are not agreeing with some other issues politically President Jacob Zuma signed the Superior Courts Bill into law as part of efforts to enhance equal access to justice. The legislation now provides a framework for the rationalisation of high courts and their jurisdictional areas. Presidential spokesperson Mac Maharaj. Through the actual implementation, current 13 high courts, which included high courts inherited from the former self-governing apartheid homelands of Transkai, Pukutatswana, Siska and Venda, will be rationalized into a single high court with fully functional divisions of the high court established in each province. Larger divisions will in turn will have one or more local seats as may be necessary to bring justice closer to where the people live. The DA's strip suspended DA councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro, Stanford Slubbert, of his party membership after a disciplinary hearing found him guilty of circulating an offensive and racist email criticising President Zuma. In the email, he said Zuma had more wives than brain cells. Eastern Cape DA leader Athel Trollope. There were charges brought against councillor Slubbert. He's been found guilty of three of the four charges. They are constitutional breaches due to him circulating a racist or offensive email. The sanction has been that he's been found guilty on those charges of constitutional contravention. The finding of the committee has been that membership is terminated, which means that he is no longer a member of the Democratic Alliance. He has one more avenue to follow, which is an appeal to the Federal Legal Commission. The Western Cape Police Commissioner, Anna Lamour, says the high number of service delivery demonstrations in the province are having a negative impact on policing. He says in the last financial year, the province had the highest number of protests countrywide. The Commissioner says police are struggling to cope because of an increase in violence. At one stage, Peter, we had 16 vehicles on the N2. That 16 was between us and the Metro Police and the Traffic Police, just on the N2, in a small space that we need to go and deal with that. But those 16 vehicles let's say with two members in, can go into the township, into the city areas and say go and do policing. But they can't. I think the city of Cape Town said the members can't do traffic law enforcement because of protest action. Finally, allegations of ghosts, demons and satanic rituals at a training centre in Kimberley have led to hundreds of trainees abandoning the National Rural Young Service Corps. The programme was organised by the Department of Land Reform and Rural Development. The department says they're not willing to comment on a story that happened at a national key point. Trainees claim the military base in Kimberley is haunted. They've abandoned the military barracks and camped outside the local police station. Trainee Stephen Pitt says he's ready to quit. They said that we must go through these demonic things and the Satanist things. And if we do not want to stay there, it's either you stay there or you go home. So we decided that we are not going to put our lives at stake. We are going home. Because the lady that was there, she confessed that they are busy with satanic things on the base and all our lives are at stake. We are in grave danger. The top story. Infighting in Kasatu's claim the first high-profile victim after the president of Teachers Union Satu, Tola, was suspended. The union today held a national executive committee meeting in Johannesburg where Kasatu General Secretary Zuelenzi Mavavi's sex scandal was discussed. The next news update, local and international news, is at 9 o'clock. For SAFM, I'm Greg Hurst. The Talk Show.
This is the talk shop on SAFM 104 to 107. I am Masichaba Mdolo, and we are in conversation with a co-founder of a youth-led social movement, Inkulu Free Hate. He is Siswe Mbofu Walsh, joining us from our Cape Town studios, and we're talking about how this uh, youth-led social movement will um, improve social cohesion. Uh, it will unite young people uh, in terms of deepening democracy and find solutions to pressing economic challenges of our time. Now, Cesar, just before the news, we were talking about the soapbox concept. Um, what, what happens then after the soapbox? How do you ensure that those particular councillors, politicians that were there as part of the soapbox rally um, then take the ideas, take the concerns that have been raised forward? Well, Mastraba, we, we actually see that as an end in itself mm-hmm. because we believe that firstly, and the first step, and that's what this campaign that we're running you know, about voting is all about, is getting young people to realize that they have a voice and that voicing their opinions and voicing their concerns is something that they can do quite easily. And, and to be quite frank, we believe it's not their job then to take those issues forward. It's the councillor's job mm. jobs to take those issues forward because they've raised them in a public forum and the councillors are paid by the government to take those issues forward. So our main task is to start making young people realise that they need to speak up about the issues that affect them and then they need to put pressure on government to affect those issues because that's what the government is paid to do. But we have seen these uh, government consultations taking place. We've seen, um, you know, the uh, discussions around uh, what are the the uh, concerns of communities with regard with the uh, with the councillors and and. Communities will tell you they come to note. It, it seems that, that you know, um, uh, the politicians are just ticking the boxes and, and there's no moving forward with regards to even involving communities in, uh, in trying to say, okay, let's find a solution to this. Um, how do we hold our, our elected politicians accountable, our elected leaders accountable? That's quite right. And, you know, I think there's a tendency, especially among young people, to want to create solutions to these problems overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and often we're told by our politicians that if solutions aren't created overnight, you know, we're led to believe promises that we'll have overnight solutions. And so that feeds it. But I think what young South Africans need to understand is that we're not going to get a responsive government or an accountable democracy overnight. But if we can come together as young people and build something that we all have a shared interest in, then the power of that will be enough to, to influence political figures at a national level. And that's what we're trying to do as Nkulu Free Hate. Mm-hmm. So when we go into communities and we hold these soapboxes, yes, we get local councillors to listen to what young people are, and we hope that they'll, they'll take those issues forward. But the broader objective is to start building a national network of young people who can come together and realize that whatever political party they support, uh, from whatever background they come from, if we can come together as young people and start being an interest group in this democracy, mm-hmm then politicians can't help but listen to us because we're the biggest majority there is in South Africa. And I think that's the broader, more long-term goal that we all need to be working towards as young South Africans. Nkuru Freehead is calling on you, young person. They say that your country is calling. We'll get an explanation from Cesar right after we take some calls. Nzwake and Mpumalanga, hi and welcome. How are you, Mas I'm very well, thank you, Dad. 
I am doing very well. Caesar, Chief Luca, what you just uh, came in with is a very good, uh, valid uh, point and a good uh, group in terms of uh, developing the interests of the youth regarding the, 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 the political and the relationship. But what seems to be a challenge, which uh, is a concern to me, is uh, the very same politician that you are trying to engage with between the gaps, causing the gap between the youth and, the, and them. They are not even interested of having the youth within themselves. Because I think, Karela, if you look at the, all the, the styles that we've been having all over the country, mm-hmm. mostly they will be initiated by the youth. And uh, those youth, if you listen to them, they will say, we started from this age. We engaged with them. They failed to listen to us. So that's why we lost a lot of interest in terms of the politics, because we are kept on research to the history. If we want to be involved in the politics today, we'll be told about something that happened in 1976, hence we are not there. So I think that's, a, that's an issue to me, that the recent politicians were in power. They didn't want us to be in because of their own benefits. That's why they always refer us to history. Thanks. Mzwake and Mbumalanga, thank you very much for the call. Caesar. Thanks, Mzwake. I think that's, that's a really interesting point, and that's something that was actually part of why we started in Kulu Freehead, because if you look at our political decision makers, and I'm talking about the people who really make the decisions on behalf of the country, how many of them are young people? And people might stand back at that statement and say, why, you know, we don't have the kind of young people who can do that. But we do. We have incredible young people in South Africa. And there's something, there's almost an ageism in our political culture where we don't believe that young people, you know, who who have the skills and who have the ability are good enough to propose ideas which will take the country forward. And until young people themselves start demanding from the political uh, culture that we have in South, South Africa that we be taken seriously, that's not going to happen. And, and it's really problematic to think that so few of the political parties standing to represent us young people in this election actually have young candidates at the forefront of the election. And if South Africa is a country where problems affect young people so severely, why is it that they don't put young people, and I'm not talking about relegating them to leagues and substructures, I'm talking about being in the decision-making of these political parties and of the government. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that young people really need to fight for, is to be seen as equal to our older counterparts in an ability to, ca- to take the country forward and to stop seeing ourselves as inferior. Let's talk about Ngulu Freehead's uh, call to action. Yes, well, our call to action is, is about young people joining Ngulu Freehead, becoming a part of a movement. And what we say and what, why we think this is different is we're not saying to join Ngulu Freehead, you have to say goodbye to everything you've been a part of. Whether you're a member of EFF, whether you're a member of Ahang, whether you're a member of the DA, or you, you don't support any of the political parties, come on board with a movement that cares about all young South Africans and the issues which affect all of us. Uh, and let's try to build something that speaks to political issues, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a political party. And, you know, join us in this campaign that we're running at the moment, mm-hmm. which is about giving young people a stake, making sure that we all register to vote in the 2014 election and join us beyond the election uh, and say it's an end to this culture of every five years we vote and and in between that we sit back. It's time if if our politicians mess up um, after this election, once all of us have taken a stake, then they need to know that we're not going to keep quiet for the next five years. But how do I become a a member of uh, IFH? And is it a member? Is it just a, you know... uh 
what what is it? What do you call people that sign up and 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 keep informed with regards to what's going on with the different programs and and projects that you have? Is is it membership that we're talking about here? Sure, we we call them members, mm-hmm. but we don't we don't mind actually. And that's another thing that we're trying to do differently. You know, we it's about if you consider yourself a member, if you consider yourself someone who agrees with what we speak about, then you can use our platform obviously within certain limits. And it's really quite easy to become a member. All you have to do is go onto our website. You can use your cell phone or you can go onto the website normally and just click on the little button that comes up on the website called Join Us. Mm-hmm. And as you click on that button, you'll be taken through a process which will tell you about Nkulu Free Hate, tell you how you can get involved, tell you who your closest regional organizer is, and you'll become part of a network of young, creative people who are trying to do things that matter to all of us but do them differently. And we're talking about a non-partisan organization here or movement. So even though you are mobilizing young people to, to, to vote, to have their voices heard in 2014, you're not doing this for any one political party, am I correct? This is about ensuring that all South Africans exercise their right to vote. Absolutely. And we, we're non-partisan. We're not linked to any political party but that doesn't mean that we're not linked to issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we want South Africa's democracy mm-hmm. to be deepened. We want youth unemployment to be solved. And so we're about uniting people around issues, around things that matter to them, as opposed to giving themselves a label. And that's really what we mean by nonpartisan. And And what, what's going to happen on this platform, on the uh, Ngulu Free Hate platform? Are there going to be young people engaging each other on different issues, different perspectives, different blogs? Um, are, you, are we going to be seeing, you know, you spoke about the think tank made up of, mm. of young people that are really leading in their different fields. Are they also going to be a part of, of uh, this, this movement and this discussion taking place on, on ngulufreehead.org? Absolutely, that's it. And and if if people listening actually go to our website right now, they'll see opinion pieces by young people from you know the Eastern Cape, from Port Elizabeth to Limpopo to Gauteng, from a diverse array of backgrounds in in different languages, speaking about the issues that affect us in a completely different way, and not being constrained by feeling like oh no, I'm an ANC supporter, so I can only say this, or I'm an EFF supporter, and I can only say that. You know, and I think we're really trying to build something and it's starting to happen and we're starting to see it of people coming together around what unites us as South Africans as opposed to what divides us. And that's what we're trying to build. And we're trying to build that around projects that will continuously be aimed at those three aims that you spoke about. And that's why this voting campaign, for example, is our first one. So we're mm-hmm. saying, okay, what can we unite South Africans around? Well, yes, there are lots of different issues, but surely we can all agree if we live in a democracy that we should all be participating in this election. And that's really why we, we thought that would be our first campaign. That would be the way to enter the national dialogue and get young people you know, excited about the country and moving it forward. Sizwe, a pleasure talking to you. Really, really excited at the idea of young people holding each other's hands and saying, we own this country. Let's also ensure that we become active citizens in this country. Thank you very, very much for your time. Really appreciate it. It's been a great pleasure. Thanks so much for having me and uh, for Inkulu Freehead being on the show. Co-founder of Inkulu Freehead, Sizwe Mpofu-Walsh, joining us on the line, talking about this youth-led social movement. Their website is inkulufreehead.org. Inkulufreehead.org. 
www.ourvoteaccountability.org and they have various pages including the Our Vote, Our Voices campaign that he was talking about and uh, there's different um, pages of uh, what the different political parties are promising you and what they say that they're bringing to the table and they're also encouraging you to start your own project and share that project with other young people on Ingulu Free Hate and see how big it grows. Very, very interesting indeed. Thank you very much. Sizwe Mbofu Walsh, co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate.